So you may have been hearing me talk recently about my new course, Scale Your Way. I released it earlier this year in 2024. And if you have not gone through the course individually or inside of my community, Web Designer Pro, you are in luck because I have distilled some of the most important topics and highlights in that course into a free masterclass for you. And it is going to help you and give you the clear roadmap in order to build and scale up your web design business in a way that works for you. So you can get access to the entire free training at joshhall.co slash scale. Again, it is completely free. It's 50 minutes plus. It is basically a coaching session on scaling that you and I can have together. And I'm going to share with you the top tips, many of which are pulled from the course and it'll give you the roadmap to be able to scale up your business your way. Pick it up today for free at joshhall.co slash scale. Welcome to the Josh Hall Web Design Show. Web Design Show. Helping you build better websites and create a web design business that gives you freedom and a lifestyle you love. Hello, friends. Welcome into the podcast. This is episode 187. Now, on this one, we're going to do something a little bit different. This is coming out in what would normally be a solo episode spot. Every other Thursday, as of right now, I'm doing solo episodes. And I wanted to do one about a, a story and a kind of a case study that one of my students recently went through when he landed his first $10,000 project. But what was extra interesting about this is my student, in this case, Nick Monahan, landed it in a very different way. In fact, it was coopetition. He basically worked with one of his competitors, and that's how he got this project. Now, instead of just summarizing what we talked about, and instead of just kind of coming up with some points based off this, I figured I'd actually let you in on the conversation we had. So Nick is a part of my coaching community, my web design club, and we've been talking a lot about getting clients recently. I just recently had another one of my students, Kayla Walters, and she shared in the last episode about how she got a lot of her clients and how she, how she built her client base through social media and DMs and stuff. And so we talked about that in the web design club and Nick shared with me this experience. And if you don't know about this, uh, if you don't know too much about my web design club, first of all, it is open to you. If you would like me to coach you and you want to meet some of these awesome people and be in this community. Um, but every week I do weekly Q and A's and in a lot of those I'll bring up members and we'll just have a 10 to 15 minute chat and we call it, we call it kind of a hot seat. Uh, sometimes it's more question based. Sometimes it's more of talking about an experience and that's exactly what we're doing in this one. So I'm going to let you hear this entire conversation. Uh, it, we talked for about 15 minutes or so, but there was a lot of really interesting points that we dove into that I think are going to be really beneficial to you. Now, we had not planned to make this a podcast, but I checked with Nick and he said it was totally cool to use it. I actually am going to have Nick on the podcast this summer in 2022 as a full other episode. But for now, I want you to enjoy this conversation we had about how Nick and his agency landed their first $10,000 client. Uh, and then I'm going to follow up once this is over with my top seven points that I got from this conversation. But for now, here's Nick, and I think you'll find this really interesting. So let's go. What's Nick? up? Oh, you got your Blue Yeti microphone now and everything. Hey, and I got a little deal. Hey. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You are getting <laughs> legit, man. Oh, moving up like the Jeffersons, baby. 
Wow. I mean, last year you were just, you know, just talking on your phone and look at this. Now you got the mic, you got the boom stand. Oh man, dude, I have to tell you like so much comes from learning from you, Josh. So yeah, absolutely. I appreciate all your help. Oh dude, it's been so cool seeing you, your journey progress, man. And you've never stopped smiling, which I encourage, <laughs> encourage to keep it going. Thanks brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So 10,000 dude. Um, yeah. How, how, where, why tell us, tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. So to get it, kind of give you a story. It's so crazy. Um, hearing just like what we were just listening to, because I literally went through it. We scaled and guys, we scaled very improperly. <laughs> like I was just letting it rip. I didn't have a budget or anything like that. So the last, uh, two or three months, I'd say all of Q1 really, we really focused inward and lost a lot of money because <laughs> I wasn't prospecting, but it is so important to set that foundation. So the reason why I said all that, because, um, we were in quite the drought, it was kind of scary. And I was telling my wife, like we are, we're getting worked right now, but I knew that the foundation we were setting was super important. Um, so I've got the team in place and everyone's in really good shape. So I say all that again to say I was sitting there. Um, I'm a part of a local think tank where we get together and just talk through different businesses, things like that. And a guy in a local think tank does the same thing I do. And so he was just listening, listening, listening. And then on Friday, he literally called me. He's like, hey, our agency can't handle the the uh, bandwidth of this project. The budget is a little lower for our scope. We know that you can. And I've listened to you and seen you speak and in our group and everything like that. And we believe that you could crush it. So literally I went from being so crazy, nervous, like stressing out, like back to the wall to like <laughs> having a 10,000 project, thousand dollar project just laid in my hands. There it is. There it is. Uh, welcome to web design, baby. You're Ooh. freaking out and there's no clients. And then you're so slammed. You don't know what to do the next day. Uh, very common, but there a couple of really important points there, Nick, you said you've been focusing inwardly yeah. this Q1 primarily. And so if you haven't been doing much sales, that's exactly what happens. Like you did set the foundation, but it's a good like lesson learned that when, once you stop marketing and getting out there and just, you know, doing those things and meeting in person, whatever you're doing, um, it's going to dry up until you get steady referrals, which I mean, you're only what a year and a half. In yeah. Your business 2020 was when we started. That's right. December 2020. So, wow, that's crazy, man. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a good, like, it's a good rule of thumb. And just to remember, like if, if you take your foot off the gas with marketing, just prepare. Now there are seasons for that. Like, especially if somebody is to a place where you've got some funds built up and you could go a few months without getting a ton of clients, then that is like, that's the time to invest in your systems and your team. And, and now what's really exciting here, Nick is like the next few months. I think that's, what's going to be wild for, you. especially because we're in like, you know, springtime now, which is always a really busy season before vacations and holidays start in the summer. So I think April, May, and probably into June will be, you know, crazy for you. So that's awesome. Yeah, we're going. So that's the other thing is, Josh, you probably know me. I could talk the ears off a statue. Um, like, So the big thing is I networking is my jam. That's what I do yeah. so incredibly well. And so really, I moved into a position of just networking like crazy and saying like, hey, I've got my team to do 
uh, a lot of the technical work, stuff like that. So beautiful like mentioned that, and that this is the beauty of being like self-aware and I, you know, a lot of web designers networking is like the last thing they want to do, but you, Nick, you want to do it. So by golly, I would encourage you like jump in that sales role, man, like jump in that sales role head first. And you'll probably with that mentality and you're in a great location too. being, is it, are you in Denver? Fort Collins. So, okay. How far is that from Denver? So Denver? about an hour North. We're, we're actually closer okay. to Cheyenne, Wyoming than Denver. Oh, okay. Never, never heard of that. Driven through yeah. Wyoming in the, in the band days, but never, <laughs> I think we did drive right through it. Yeah. Okay. So either way though, you're in like a good area, right? And are you mm-hmm. getting clients from Denver and are you ever doing every, doing anything in there? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely are. We're getting a, a good amount from Denver. A lot of it's called the front range. So Colorado Springs, Denver, and Fort Collins. So running up and down the front range there. Okay. The front range web designer. Although we don't, we don't want to rebrand. You've already got Monaghan Media Group, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, that's what I'd say, man. You know, just you know, really embrace that in-person networking role. And it may change and may evolve over time. In a couple of years, you might be like, I'm feeling a little done with this. I want to like do focus on some different things, or you got your microphone, you'll start your podcast soon. So, uh, I, who knows what Nick's going to do, but, uh, anyway, I've taken this off, but back to this project, this is a great example of, you never know, like who knew that just joining a think tank and talking about business with people would lead to a $10,000. It beats the hell out of like, I'm going to set up a marketing Facebook ads plan and do Google ads and invest $5,000. And hopefully I get one lead for 10,000. It's like, you just shared what you knew. You're new to the game, but I don't know if this guy knew that. And then boom, here you go. $10,000 project right in your lap, which is, and it wasn't like a hard sell or anything, right? You just talked. Yeah, literally. I just, he was like, Hey, just get on the phone with her. And it's literally the deal's been done. You just got to talk to her. And that was it. I just talked to her, kind of picked out our pain points, how we can solve those solutions. And then uh, she's like, yeah, that sounds incredible. And away we went, which is something too, that like really struck me is like, you know, we, we live in an area where like, Hey, that's our competition. That's our competition. That's our competition. Well, they're like one of the big cats in town and mm-hmm. there weren't competition because they are so at full capacity. You just never know how those, you know, does that make sense? Like you're not competing. Yeah. You have the opportunity. Co-opetition, yeah. baby. That is another Nick, I need to get you on the podcast, dude. We need to explore this because I like I think everyone can benefit from what you've done and what you learned, especially that mindset of like, I don't need to compete with this massive agency. They're at a whole different level. So like if you partner up with them and just are cool with them and share what you know and maybe even give them clients when they're not good fits, guess who's going to filter these measly little $10,000 projects down to you? You're going to get them. So yeah, that's another, that's another thing to remember too. Like most of us here, hear a $10,000 project and like dang 10 K. But to a lot of these agencies, that's like, Ooh, we start at 25. So um, that's not going to be a good fit. So yeah, that's a, that's a great way to, to go about it. Now what's included. Is this like digital marketing? Is this full website build? What's all included in this one? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's crazy. It's just the build. So it is oh. the build out of the entire site. So it's a really cool operation. They help, um, you know, help kids in Africa, you know, get the supplies, food and all that um, that they need. So and in a way, it's built out like an e-com. So like people donate, they kind of purchase the goods that, that can help the, the children out. 
And so it's a, a full almost e-com build out that is constantly evolving. And the crazy thing is we just talked maintenance. Um, we're pretty sold on a maintenance package moving forward uh, without even having started the whole the whole project, which is really exciting. What would that maintenance plan look like? Do you know the budget of that? Because with a $10,000 project, they'll likely go for like an elite type of package. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I did the same kind of, obviously I'm a student of yours. So I I have the same maintenance package as you, um, where it's like, uh, except I did the number seven, I finished in odd numbers, which is, Ah. (laughs) so it's 47 or 57. They won't choose that one. Cause like you said, it's just basic maintenance hosting. Um, and then there's a, uh, oh goodness, 147 and then a 247. And then they'll probably do the 247 one because they'll need um, edits down the road. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, it really doesn't matter. Nines or sevens. I never recommend ending off of zeros just because, like, you might as well go just $1 under at a nine instead of like 1500 like 1499 And then I sometimes fives will work, I found, but, um, yeah, for whatever reason, I've learned that I like to personally do, I end in sevens if it's a one-time course or product, but I like, and I did that with web design. It was like $24.97, but maintenance plan was always $59, $89, $99, and eventually we were doing you know, $199, $299. Um, so I like nines for subscription services and sevens for one-offs. Why? I don't know, but it's working. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. Man of principle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian said, I like the O's though. Don't make me think whatever Christian. I know you love thinking, man. If anyone's going to think, uh, you know, in depth about something on pricing, I better be Christian. So, um, yeah, well, Nick, dude, this was awesome, man. Yeah. I a hundred percent, maybe this summer, um, depending on where you're at with everything, we could, we could get you on the podcast and dive into this as kind of a case study style episode, to to see what you've implemented because yeah, you're, you're doing everything right, man. And also you focused on your strengths, which is like the most important thing you could do. Like you were pretty quick to hire and build your team and yeah, a little costly. You're having some costly months, but I think, I mean, it's already even out and some, I know you've mentioned to me, like, you know, sometimes you have really good months. Sometimes you're spending more, but you're laying the foundation. And now it's like, it's, it's profit time now, baby. This year is going to be huge for you. I think. Man, I appreciate it. Yeah, figure out your strengths. And then, Josh, you said it in a podcast one time, and it literally, I don't think, it was probably one of those one-off things you said, but you just got to create momentum. And Mm. that literally has stuck with me entirely. It's like, dude, all I need to do is create momentum. And away we went. But yes, I would love to summer if you want to have me on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Momentum is the, and I'm saying this to everybody, momentum is the most important thing. Like I experienced that this year, my numbers weren't terrible, but Q1 this like January and February, were like, huh, not great. Like not bad, but just, eh, I was really hoping for more in, in a lot of cases. But what I learned was through that little season is I just did not stop. And now I'm reaping the benefits. Cause a lot of people are like, like yourself are coming through and, or even like Elena a little bit ago said, you know, listen to your podcast was doing my thing. Then I came back to you. Like I'm getting a lot of that where getting a free webinar or training out or doing a live on, on uh, YouTube or something like that, or just, you know, getting out there and marketing, you may not see the reward right away, but people are often circling back because they remember, especially if it's good and if it's honest. So uh, I'm so glad you mentioned that momentum is just the most, like you really have two options when you're in a dry spell, like, like you were there, 
again, it's, it's probably, I don't know if it caught you by surprise, but to me, it's pretty obvious. You just, you weren't marketing that much. You weren't out there as much. So it's, that's going to happen because you're still early in the game. Now in two years, you could probably go on vacation for three months and be fine because I feel like your business then is going to be just insane, but, um, you got to keep momentum going. So you, oh, what, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. There's really two things you can do. You can sit in the corner and cry and be like, Oh God, what have I done? Or you could just keep going and, I can't encourage everyone enough. Just keep going. Just keep on, keep that momentum going. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. agree. I agree. Hey, did you, um, so I don't know if anyone saw this, but, um, I had an amazing opportunity. Let me share real quick to interview Amy Porterfield on the podcast, which is coming out next week. And for those who don't know, she is like a legend in the entrepreneurial world. Um, where was that? Was that in discussions? Let's see here. Yep. Uh, so whoever would like access to that chat now, I did post it in here if you guys want to listen to it. It reminds me so much of what you just went through, Nick. So I'm going to post it in the chat. And of course, everybody can go to discussions and find this. I cannot recommend listening to this chat enough. Now, it'll be on the podcast next week. But if you want to listen to it early, you can. But there were so many things that Amy said. I mean, she's doing multi seven figures. So like multi-million dollar online course coaching business. Um, but I share that to say she said so many of those same things about like just keeping momentum going and just knowing your why and just you know sticking with it because we all go through it. And she actually hated most of last year in her business, which is really interesting to find out. Uh, but she talked about how she got past that. So anyway, um, you know, at our level, we're still, it's very different. It's, it's not that different than people who are like doing seven figures. It's just different problems and different challenges. So. Absolutely. Yeah. April yeah. says, I cannot wait to hear the episode. April, wait no more. Go check it out right after this Q and a, of course. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that. So yeah, Nick, uh, really wasn't any advice or anything, but dude, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate you sharing that. Yes. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. Uh, but by the way, before we end this Q and A, before I let you go, are you taking pictures of the abs during the playoffs? Yes. Oh man. It's all, are you really? Time. Yeah. Yep. I'll be wow. there. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Nick is also an NHL photographer for the Colorado avalanche. So, um, I don't, I, I would like them to win the cup, Nick. I really would. I think I just have a feeling they're going to go to the finals, but I'd like them winning the cup. I, that's what I'm saying. So. I we'll also too. The, there's a lot of beasts out on the East. Tampa is unreal. For, the whole battle yeah. of Florida is unreal. So yeah, I I hope so because with the baby coming, it'll be a little bit more difficult. So I'm hoping this year's the cup run. Yeah, when's your little one coming? June eighth. June eighth. June eighth. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, get busy, man. Make that money <laughs> the next couple months, and then June will be a light month. And then, uh, well, you just wait. The baby syndrome is real, as far as like. Or the, the whatever they call it, the kid, uh, kid syndrome doesn't sound good, but you will make so much more money after having that little one. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be unreal. You'll just be smart. You'll just think smarter. It's amazing how that works. You're like, I'm not going to waste time doing something. That's not going to fill this baby's belly with more. And then you got to buy freaking diapers and stuff like that. So that's been the, all the sh baby showers. We went to Minnesota with my wife's family and we're back here and we're just like diapers that we have a diaper fund. Yes. Oh, it's incredible. Diapers. Yeah. No one wants, you can, yeah. Grandmas can buy little clothes and stuff. You want diapers. No one. <laughs> That's where the money's at. What an industry. All right, guys. Well, Hey, Nick, thanks for letting us know, man. This is awesome.
Yes, absolutely. So thankful for you. All right, Nick, keep it up, man. So awesome, right? Was Nick not awesome? Like, I just felt like this conversation was so good and too valuable not to share publicly. So I hope you enjoyed hearing from Nick and what he's learning. He's someone who's early in the journey, but is doing things, you know, in, in all the right ways in a lot of cases. And um, again, we're going to have him on the podcast later this uh, this summer. But for now, I just wanted you to get a feel for that. What I do want to do right now to close this out, though, is to give you my top seven tips and takeaways from what we just talked about. Let's dive into these real quick. First of all, Nick talked about being in a drought because he was not prospecting. This is so common, especially if you're really busy and you're not getting out and doing any networking or not doing any calls or not marketing online. That is going to happen, particularly those of you who might have a open and closed style business. This is the danger of that is if you're closed for business for a few months, if you're not getting out there and being top of mind on social media and stuff, you are going to go through a drought. So be careful if you do that. And there are seasons where focusing on your systems and processes like Nick has done with his agency where that is needed. But again, you want to be careful not to stop prospecting or stop selling, especially in the early days until you get that lovely referral train going. So that's number one. Number two, Nick is in a think tank group. Now, there's all different sorts of networking groups and meetups and stuff like that. I just talked about this in a recent uh, workshop I did on getting clients, but I definitely recommend you look into what it might be called think tank. It might be something else, but look into groups in your area with other business owners. Oftentimes they might be in your same industry. And this leads us to point number three, coopetition. A lot of people, especially in web design, look at their competition and they're immediately like enemies, but I can't encourage you enough to not treat your competition like enemies. Work with them. Coopetition, work with your, cooperate with your competition. That is, this is a prime example of how to do this right. And Nick landed a $10,000 project because of it. So it's just a, this is an actual real world case study. This is not theory. This is not like what I hope might go right. This is what is actually working right now in web design. So do not look at your competitors and think, how can I beat them? How can I jump above them on SEO? Work with them. Most cases, a lot of competitors are going to have different types of services, or in some cases, you might have the same services, but they're in a different kind of league and you might be perfect for them. Maybe they can filter you all the $1,500, $2,500, $3,500 type clients. So do not shy away from co-opetition. I love co-opetition. Now, number four, you you heard Nick talk about his role in the company. Now, Nick is a uh, people person. Uh, I'm going to post a picture of this uh, screenshot of our talk. You'll see that he does not stop smiling, which is why I like to joke about that. But uh, he is a born salesperson and a born client, like face-to-face type of person. So that's the role he's embracing as the CEO of the business. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Figure out what strengths you have and what role you are best at. And then once you get to a point where you can start hiring out and getting people to support you, focus on that. You will love life so much more. Number five, uh, you heard about getting clients in uh, like regional. Now you can go to networking groups and you can join chambers of commerces and other uh, different types of meetups and stuff locally. You can also 
pinpoint and target things via SEO locally, which is really, really beneficial and is quite easy because people often want to work with somebody in their region. Like me living in Columbus, Ohio, if I want to find a web designer, I'm going to look for web design in Columbus, Ohio first to find out you know, who's in my area, who knows the, the market, the business. So don't shy away from uh, regional SEO and in-person strategies as well if you're in a location that suits that. Now, number six, um, one thing that Nick talked about in this is showing solutions after finding pain points, especially when he had that call with that client. So when this is just a sales tip, basically, I don't think Nick realized that he was showcasing some awesome sales tips here, but when you are talking with a lead, especially if it's a, if it's a warm lead, you do not need to sell. You don't need to sell anything. All you need to do is give some inspiration and share some ideas and ideally solutions. That way the client knows the results after working with you. So listen for their pain points, do more listening at first when it comes to sales calls, and then follow up with ideas, solutions, and results. That is how you land clients. That is 100% how you land $10,000 plus clients. And then finally, point number seven that I took away from this convo, momentum. We talked about this, I forget if it was later on in the convo or early, but we talked about when you're in a dry period or a slow period in your business, clients are running low, maybe you're just, you're not, the numbers aren't great, you've got to keep momentum going. I want to end this conversation off by stressing that. I learned this too. In the beginning of 2022, I talked about this recently with Amy Porterfield, who, who was on the podcast. I shared with her that I had a couple not so great months to start this year. I ended last year in 2021 with huge months and started the year with not so great months, but I did not stop. I kept on producing content. I kept on doing webinars and workshops and kept on going. And now the ripple effect has started and I'm, I'm ha- I had a, I just came off of a couple huge months and that's how it works. That is just the way it works. But you, when you're in that slow period, you have to keep momentum going. Just like I told Nick, you can basically sit in the corner and cry or you can keep going, keep going, keep moving forward. The way I like to feel, the way I like to say it is like, if you feel like you're getting to a place where like, I might need to shut these doors down. You need to tell yourself, I can't shut these doors down. I have a training next week. I have a, a you know, a, a sales call next week. Put yourself in a position where you cannot stop your business. There's the moral of the story. And again, I hope these lessons and takeaways that I took from this conversation with Nick help you and a different style episode, but I just wanted to share this. I thought it was so good. Hats off to Nick for just being a superstar and in, in, in your journey, man, you're doing awesome. And I, I think that Nick is a great example for everyone here listening who, you know, maybe especially if you're new to the game or you're interested in getting bigger projects, but not sure how all that goes. I hope you took a lot of inspiration from this. Now that goes without saying, if you want to meet Nick and you want to be a part of my web design community and you want to jump on these weekly calls that I do and potentially do a hot seat with me like Nick did, it's open to you. You can join my web design club. You can go to joshhall.co slash coaching. There'll be an offer for you there. You can meet uh, Nick. You can meet Kayla, who was recently on the podcast, and an amazing community of web designers all around the world. And I'll coach you personally. And we can talk about this stuff every day if you want to. So join that if you're ready to, to take to the next level. And for now, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review if you would. And I'll see you on the next one. Hey guys and gals, just wanted to pop in with a couple things before you head out. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. I would love to hear your feedback and it will also help other web designers find the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. Just go to joshhall.co, click on podcasts and search this episode number and you'll find all the links, descriptions and resources we talked about. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and you'll be notified when the next episode is live. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.